this episode basically what i'm gonna do is play a character of everything that's going on right now so bobby lee ethan klein uh kalula brendan schaub uh callan uh schultz <laughs> i mean that's the easiest one that one's just in the bag no problem and then uh whoever the hell else i feel like doing let's get into the episode you know Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Early Morning Podcast. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do. Um, it is 1049 a.m. May 10th, 2022. Two years of Early Morning Pod as of May 3rd, dude. I'm a week late, but it is what it is, dude. It is what it is. Um, been goddamn two years that I've been doing this podcast. From going into my car at 3 in the morning, high as hell, sometimes drunk as hell ready to record some bullshit i just spew into the mic now look at this i have a little small ass corner studio that i do it in and it is what it is dude and from from fucking iphones um iphone microphones to three microphones in the in in the shot at once just because it is what it is okay I'm holding a handheld mic right now just because I'm being gay and want to practice holding a mic and stand up because I want to be an artsy New York guy that just basically holds the mic upside down and just is like, yeah, this is what I do. Or Nick Swartzen that it just holds it like by the cord and is like, yeah, I'm going to talk into this microphone like that. So I'm, I'm that's what I'm doing right now. I'm working on that because I want to get more comfortable shoving this up my ass when I do stand up and able to talk into it like a puppet, you know, like one of those bit. Yeah. So that's I'm, that's what that's why I'm holding the, the handheld ignore that i haven't been able to get the fucking audio crisp on it as i like because i'm bad at this i'm bad at fucking operating the podcast that's why we have produce a plug who's kind enough to even give me this mic can't even hook it up it is what it is dude it is what it is but hell yeah podcast game wow is this reality tv holy shit i thought people started podcasts and did podcasts because tv was gay that's what i thought we did this for i thought we were not trying to be famous on fucking e-channel and TNT and um, True TV and every major thing that I could cut a, a burn a bridge with, you know, all ABC, MSNBC, all those things, dude. I thought the point was to start your own thing and do it, but I guess, I guess we're going back full circle and just being like, yeah, dude, drama. We're gonna keep drama. We're gonna keep gossiping. We're gonna be fucking dumb little OC housewives on the internet, and it is what it is. Even though we're in our forties and fifties and. You know what? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's obviously this dumb bullshit that's going on with um, the whole TFAK crew and um, the Tiger Belly crew. Which, if you don't if you don't listen to podcasts, turn this off. I don't know why you're listening to to me because uh, I'm an idiot. Okay, and these guys are actual. You know, no, some of them are like actual podcasters. Oh, Ethan Klein, dude, the H three kid, dude, that guy just, just spazzes every like other second he's like yeah well uh greece is cool and it's just like all right dude what is going on and then his chick is there that just literally looks like i mean i don't even want i can't go too hard on that never never mind but she does look like she was in the military in the ussr at some point that's all i'll fucking say that's all i'll say and that's just her appearance she's probably a kind kind loving soul okay would never do Never heard a fly, as they say. But I don't fucking know. Those guys go ham on the internet and love to talk shit about people and stuff. And that rules. You know, reality TV 
behind a mic that rules hell yeah let's keep it like that man but if you don't know what i'm talking about i'll try to summarize this like five year six year scenario in a couple minutes or not or whatever i've talked about you know barn dog before brendan schaub and um because he's just i mean it's just in in it's crazy the role that he plays in in entertainment and especially now in in comedy man it's crazy that he has a role even i want to say just because there's there's no reason for him to and role i mean a place just a literally a place now i'm not saying he's on a pedestal anywhere i'm not saying he's the king of comedy or anything like that i'm just saying that the fact that he is involved and has a name and reputation in the first place it's kind of mind-blowing it really is because there's a lot of other people that maybe should have their name out there and they don't or a lot of people that are just a lot better, just different humans overall, completely different humans that I don't want to say deserving of it, but maybe have worked. I don't know. Again, it just blows my fucking mind. The dude is in comedy, period. He's He, he would be a great fucking shock jock like podcaster now that we're doing reality podcasting. He'd be great at doing like shock jock versions of that. But anyway, that fool and, and Callan, the guys that run TFAT K, I started TFAT K or whatever, um, Shab was just... Shab was Shab's no, I guess. Oh man, it's so weird to do, dude. I'm not like a gossip fucking idiot like that. I'm not I'm just trying to break down this crazy situation that's going on in, in the podcast world, the vicinity that's now leaking into pop culture, dude. It's fucking getting into mainstream, like YouTubers, mainstream um radio shows and shit like that. It's it's getting weird, bro, because this is like a niche world. I thought like not that many people gave a fuck about looking at me doing the Trump hands because I'm fired up. I'm ready to fucking defend shit. I'm ready to do what I need to do. Um, basically, uh, Shab was been has been like a known notorious cheater. Okay, on cheating on his wife, cheats. Uh, I don't know for how long or whatever, but there's, there's a lot of evidence that's been re like published to the internet of him cheating, of him trying to cheat, him going after chicks, him going after famous people, all that stuff in regards of having like a, a relationship, okay? Obviously, if you don't know, his boy Callan is going through a lawsuit of sexual allegation or sexual misconduct allegations. And then there are his other boy, uh Delia, Dephelia, Didlia, um, you know what it is. My favorite comic, one of the best comics ever that walks this earth. Um, he, he's got the, the underage shit popping for him, you know, which that rules, you know, all, just surround yourself with people that have, uh, bad sex charges. Hell yeah. You know, keep it, keep it real. And, and then you yourself be known to cheat on your wife. Hell yeah. Have kids. Hell yeah, dude. You know what it is. Um, brag about it. It is what it is, dude. And so after all, after years and years of that, obviously people don't like the kid. They, they think he's a douchebag, a scumbag, whatever you build your own opinion as you do your own right and then um video literally video footage leaked of him sliding his number to a chick which was crazy that got a youtuber it, oh man there's just so much shit there was video footage of him trying to get a chick's number at a party that he was working whatever and that started like this like kind of like lawsuit thing where he was going after youtubers and people that were covering his shenanigans and suing them for defamation of character and copyright which is insane the balls to be like copyright only i can have footage of me trying to cheat copyright that shit i 
I patent patent owner that shit. That's my I invented this shit, dude. That rules to be to have the balls to be like that. Like nobody else can see or know about this that I operate this way. Like fuck yeah, dude. You were in a party working, but nobody can know. That's what it is. That started this thing where he started suing people that were talking about his 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 lifestyle and his way, which heck yeah, dude, success, never a hater. Um and then the uh, Kalila, Bobby Lee's girlfriend from Tiger Belly, you know, a very successful podcast. Bobby Lee, a very successful comic and actor. Um, she talked about on her podcast with her homegirls, Annie Letterman and um, Esther Pavitsky. I got that right. I almost said Pajitsky, but it's not It's not Christina P. Um, Annie basically told the story of how I don't know how they got on it. I don't know. I didn't watch that fucking episode, but I've seen the clip now and the longer version of it multiple times. But Annie Letterman told the story of how some dude asked to be uh, walked to his truck to get head, most likely. And it's like, all right, for sure. And then she dropped very subtle, very... She said it was Shab, basically, without saying it was Shab that did this. Again, so another story of cheating. He lost his mind once this came out because they, I think they revealed it on a live podcast. Which, fuck yeah, dude, that rules. You're like, nah, we're not taking chances. We're just airing this shit out, dude. LA gets that rep for being, like, fucking pussy and stuff. And our scene out here, they, we just suck up to each other. This is a nice change of pace, dude. Little fucking beef. Little little, little real shit instead of fucking all behind the scenes. But fuck this guy. He's a hater. No, dude. Just fuck. Just be straight up, dude. We're not doing the... The Schultz, dude, I'm not, I don't need to throw this thing across, across the fucking studio to get a reaction. Like, we're not doing that right now. We're just, we're talking, we're, 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 we're podcasting, dude. We're recording, I'm spewing bullshit into this microphone and this one and looking at this camera. It is what it is, dude. That's what it is on EMP, dude. That, that's what we've been doing since episode one, two years ago, May 3rd. Check it out. Honestly, don't though. The later episodes are a lot better. Um... So yeah, Annie basically is like, yeah, this dude is a fucking weirdo that has a family that's trying to hook up with me and he's not funny. Literally, that's basically what happens. Shab goes on this press tour after he releases this less than mediocre special after doing stand-up for three months, which again, the balls, like I, it's almost so insane you respect it, you know? That's fucking wild. You, you just keep cheating after being caught and are just like, fuck it, you know? I'm, not only am I going to just say, in, instead of just owning up and being like, hey, I'm in a poly relationship or like we have an open relationship. It's just like, no, dude, you just rep your family till your death and then keep cheating. Like, imagine I came on here and was like, dude, I'm the biggest family man ever. I just fucked my wife last night and this morning. We have the best life. Our sex life is amazing. My three kids, they're all on a roll. We rule. By the way, I'm going to go out to Vegas this weekend, see a call girl real quick at one of my shows. But I fucking love my kids, dude. I'm going to get a dog for them. That makes no sense. You would think I'm mentally challenged, mentally handicapped, or just another form of insanity, which you should. You'd be dead to rights to do so. I would never talk like that. I would never even reveal all that information about my, like, family, you know. I wouldn't be like, yeah, dude, my, my, you know, I'm not going to be out here like Burt Kreischer airing out how my wife gives out head, you know, how good her head is. That's not really what my, my goal is to do here. Although it is funny. It is funny. That is funny to demonstrate getting head, like, cleaning up an ice cream cone. That is funny, 
but it is i'm not married so maybe once that changes i'll be like yes bitch fuck you i'm gonna be talking about your oral skills on the internet and sharing them with strangers but that's not the point here the point here is that he talks about Shab talks about how he's like the fucking family guy to the max. He get he said he got he gets physically ill if he doesn't see his family, which is just fucking insane, dude. Like, oh my god, bro. Like, do you know how many people work real jobs? They don't hold microphones and talk about them, as he says, quote unquote, slang and dick jokes that have real fucking jobs that don't get to see their parent, their family, their parents, their their, co their their cousins, their children, their their anybody. They don't get to see them because they're out there fucking breaking their neck to make food to get food for their family. Those people that they love, the those people that are getting, you know, physically ill cuz you can't fucking see them. Come on, bro. That's the gayest shit I ever seen. I haven't seen my grand grandfather in about 8 years. All right? And that's not by choice, dude. There's called, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but some people don't get to have their whole family live up the block from them and like just disrespect them all the time. So and I'm not talking about Shab here. I'm talking about I've said this before. There are people in my neighborhood, in my area, that their their grandparents live down the street, their uncle and aunts live down the street from them. They see them once a year at Easter. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Are you crazy? Be thankful for what you have, man, that you have family here. Don't fucking piss them away and be like, ah. They're, yeah, I, my aunt's here, but I gotta hang out with them. They're annoying. Like, goddamn, dude, there are people that would give years of their life away to spend a few minutes with some some loved ones. So that bullshit of I get physically ill if I'm on the road for a weekend, eat my ass sideways, bro. Are you kidding me? Just be happy that those kids have a house and a, and a mother and 12 nannies to take care of them because you're away for the weekend, you fucking asshole. But anyway, um... Look at me parenting side coming out even though I can't even sustain a relationship. You know what it is, dude. Piece of shit D-Gen here holding two mics. Um, See, so yeah, dude, he, he, that comes out of him, of Annie, just being like, yeah, this guy's a douchebag piece of shit. I don't know why. Like, he's not funny. He's this. And he tries to hook up with people in relationships. Kalila then, like, you know, was like, oh, we're, we're loading up the chambers, dude. I got some ammunition and was like, yeah, he did the same to me, even though he knew I was in a relationship and he, he was in a relationship. He came after me and uh, I was not having it. She was like, nah, that's not cool. Obviously, once this goes out, guess who has an issue with it? The guy that fucking did all this shit. That's like a copyright claim, dude. Harassment, defamation of character. You can't be saying what I said to you. What? No, I'm mad. So lawsuit, whatever, threatened to sue um that that podcast trash tuesday uh, apparently and i mean the the balls again this guy some people hate on shab for not like for taking risks or whatever for being you know not the brightest ever just not bright at all but i think the guy i think it's more so the guy's got big balls dude he does stupid shit and then claims it like, it's right, dude. That takes balls, man. And I'm not even talking shit, dude. That's like... Dude, how, you, you, why are you going to air out that I tried to cheat on you and fuck up my relationship and yours? Like, come on. Keep that between us. What kind of shit are you on telling your friends about that? Like, fuck out of here, you know? Like, I, I respect that, dude. I respect... He's like, yeah, dude, I get physically ill even though I drink whiskey out the bottle, literally out the bottle while I, like, on my day-to-day. -day, and then I also 
pack 12 lips of nicotine and 12 espresso shots by 10 30 in the morning it's like oh fuck dude maybe that illness has to do with everything else but not your family you know what i'm saying but i'm an artsy fucking i'm an artsy new york comic from the village so i i do what i i want i hold the mic how i want you know what i'm saying and um after that, whatever, I'm going to get to the, what actually matters. But I just, I, you got to give a little backstory so people that may not listen to podcasts and may not be that familiar with this world, comedy and all that, they know a little bit because this is fucking leaking. And Philip DeFranco just did a video on this. I think um, it's fucking weird. KF, not KFC, Barstool is talking about it now. And other YouTube fucking gossip pages are talking about it, which I don't know how those are successful, but they are. People love hearing about random shit that's going on in the YouTube world. Um, even though they have no idea about it. That's why I'm like breaking this down. I know about it. I know about the Reddit pages. I've seen the fucking memes. I've heard the comics talk shit. <laughs> like I know what I know what they're I know what's going on here. And um after after Shab hears this or whatever, he's doing his press tour for um this special that he released for some reason on um it's like a twenty something minute YouTube video in a club. So so by the way, check out my uh, seven-minute special on on uh, YouTube. I dropped a special. You know, I worked hard on it. It was a lot of work for me to prop up my phone and record uh, an eight-minute set. So fucking check that out. I busted my asshole open trying to do that. Um, no, dude, St. Patrick's Day. It is what it is. You just look at the set. It's just, oh, man, I love Hard up. Once Shab sees this shit after his his press tour, whatever the fuck, um, apparently him and his team, the thick boys, dude, the thick fucks, the 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 wide waists, you know, the big belly boys, they're out there fucking spazzing on um on on Bobby, and mostly apparently Bobby took the brunt of it. So like, um, what Bobby and Kalila said was that their phone started blowing up by like the thick boy crew or whatever, being like. What the fuck are you doing? You can't be airing out our laundry. As a matter of fact, you guys are are the head of this operation to take us down. You guys fucking hate TFAK. You hate Shab the most. Barn door is enemy number one in your eyes. We have proof that you guys have been like modding this Reddit page or some shit. You guys have been putting out this misinformation. You guys have even been threatening the lives of Barn Dog and his family. Dude, you do not want to hurt Barn Door and the and and the Shaw residents. You do not want to hurt this very beloved family and the Mexican that he fucking shouts out every 10 seconds and made a special basically on her race, which is fucking again the balls to be like, I fucking hate my wife because she's Mexican and I'm going to make a comedy special about it. And then in the same week it releases, be accused of cheating and blame the girl I try to cheat on. The bro, this is my here. Schultz Schultz. Hey dude, look, I could, I could flip out. I could spaz too. Look, Hey dude. It takes balls, dude. That takes fucking balls, dude, to just be like, fuck this. I don't care, dude. I'm in it for whatever. I'm in it for the fame. I'm in it for the money. I'm in it for bro Jogan. I don't give a shit, dude. I do not give a shit. I just don't want to be aired out on Reddit, dude. That's it. Fuck Reddit. Fuck the mods. Fuck the haters. I'm a thick boy. I'm a big belly boy. Wide waist till I die. Dude. What you got, Schultz? What you got, bruh? You got comments, dude? You want to walk to the truck or what, dude?
I could, I could get animated too, and then I could do Kalila and be like, well, he did give me a phone call. And it is squashed now, it's squashed now, yeah, trust me, yeah, it's good. But, um, you know, it, he is a, one of those guys that suffers from, and it's like, yeah, dude, we get it. We get it, dude, you were a nurse, that fucking rules, you know, you're from the Philippines, you're educated in health stuff. We get it. And then Bobby's just like, I don't know, man, I gotta fucking, I gotta go to the comedy clubs, I gotta be at the improv, I gotta go to the store, and I'm gonna see these guys now, I'm gonna see these guys. And you know what? They're bullies. That's the thing. These, these are fucking bullies. You know, that's that's Bobby, dude. And I don't blame Bobby in the slightest, but I'm, I'm jumping around. Shab and the Thick Belly Boys fucking um, called called Bobby and, like, threatened to put his, like, blacklist him and his career. Um, I don't know if there was, like, physical harm. I think that I think that's what he said on, on H3. Um, that like they were threatening him with violence and shit and Bobby is literally a garden gnome Bobby I've seen him in person fit like he is a he's the size of like a sixth grader But with the body and shape of a garden gnome you understand so like you the guy that fucking rushed Chappelle would have murdered Bobby He would have easily murdered him with his hands. It's like it's insane that fucking uh, Brenda freaking has to go and I don't know. I don't know what he did, dude. I'm not. I'm not in there. I wasn't on the phone call. I'm not wiretapping shit, and I'm not part of his fucking A1 security team that apparently has like all this evidence and shit. But they they, they threatened Bobby. They're like, we got evidence that you have you were part of this Reddit page that shits on him and has threatened violence against the the Shaw residents or some shit. We you don't want it. You you don't know what we can do to you, which that's crazy. Imagine being Bobby Lee, dude, and being like pretty established in in your field of work, you know, in, in comedy and entertainment, especially like he's, he's, I don't want to say well-known actor, but he's an actor. He's had very good roles. He's regulars on shows now, like pretty successful shows. It's like, dude, how the fuck would you feel if somebody called you and was like, yeah, man, by the way, because my dog tried to cheat on your girl, we're going to fucking fire you from Hollywood. It's like, what the fuck, man? Again, lick my gooch. Get out of here. What are you doing? But after that, um, that was kind of it for a few days. Bobby was just, Bobby admitted on, on that H3 podcast that, you know, he was like, yeah, they did this. And now that we aired it all out, things are going to be different. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to work, work my routine, my nightly, whatever. I don't know where he, I know he goes to the improv in the store, like the most. I don't think he drops by the factory that much or anything. So it's like. Those clubs that he works at, he's going to see, he was like, I'm going to see these guys, and now it's going to be we all weird. We just opened up another can of worms after we quote-unquote resolved this after they threatened us. But the fact that we talked about it on this podcast just made it worse. And I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. And and that guy, Ethan, from H3 was like, yeah, this is true. They're going to come after you, the fucking, those, the gang of followers that they have, they're going to come after you and like, did Leah's fans and probably Theo's fans might do the same. Who knows? It's like, that shit's a cult, dog. Like the the podcast is 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 reality TV for dudes. It really is. It's like it's the same shit. If a dude can't watch fucking watch the Broncos play or watch the Lakers lose or in my case watch the Ducks lose, um, then you listen to to guys beef beef it out on podcasts. A small Asian man and an ex UFC fighter. 
You know, that, that's what you do. That's your form of entertainment. That's your intake. But I just fucking, that's insane, dude. That's fucking insane that this air, and that's why, you know, I did an episode before on L differences on LA or East Coast, West Coast. There, uh, that's why LA gets no respect from comics on the, on the East Coast, man. We're just, not we, because I wouldn't, I would never do this shit, man. That's soft as fuck on the part to just get bullied. And that's gay and fucking lame as fuck to bully somebody and threaten their career. What the fuck, man? Over a podcast? Especially over something that's not their fault, dude? You're insane, dude. The entitlement is wild. Like... I used to listen to T Fat K, dude, the fighter and the kid, when I like years ago when I first discovered podcasts. That's what like, kind of got me in. It was one of those podcasts that showed me the world that you can have your boys and put them on camera and just talk. And if they're funny and entertaining, you can make that a living. These was, was the first group of guys that I saw doing that. And god damn how much it's changed it's fucking crazy i would if i saw myself listening to them in like 2018 17 i'd be like you fucking idiot turn this off what is this but it's not wasn't like that then that's 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 what my point is like i don't know man you see it's it, it's almost sad because it's like yeah dude i i want to be working in this i want i do this you see me right now i'm talking about it i feel like i'm gossiping about some shit but it's like I've been following these guys. The only guy I've never really been a fan of or know about is is uh, Ethan from H3. Like, I've seen some of his stuff and all that, but he's more of, like, shock. Not shock, but, like, just drama. Like, cri criticizing part and, like, nah, dude, I'm not, I'm not a critic. I'm not here to just fuck around, dude. Make fun of people, make fun of myself, make fun of situations. That's why I'm making fun of the, these guys, like... And the way he was even dissecting it, he was like, oh, man, this guy, these are some meathead brawlers, huh? It's like, dude, shut up. Who, no one really talks like that. You just say, oh, so he's like kind of an asshole. That's it. You don't have to. He's a meathead. Like, what are we in seventh grade? You're not in seventh grade about to go to like high school being warned about meatheads. The fuck is that? It's so weird, dude. He he talks like he's just looking for for somebody to spaz and try to get somebody to spaz, and he's good at it. He definitely knows what he's doing and what he's saying and how it provokes people. Like I, I for sure can see that, but I don't know, man. Have I done my imp impression of everybody yet? Oh, Callan, I haven't done Callan here. I mean, yeah, Callan. See, this is the thing. I called Bobby. I told Bobby I'm sorry, and I should have never acted that way. Again, I was the one that was bullying Bobby. I will take full responsibility, full responsibility. And again, I love Bobby Lee. I love Bobby. I mean, like, how insane would you have to be to be like, I love this man. I just threatened his life and his career. And I was just like, fuck off. Let my boy. That's a fucking like, oh, like that guy from. Oh, man, that's not... Uh, yeah, like the guy from uh, Goonies. Like, uh, let him just kind of do his thing, even though it's it's kind of sad and sloppy to watch, but just let him do it. Let him do his thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's why one of the one of the, the best things, I think, that I've, I've learned so far from being, being a stand-up and working around people that 
want to be famous and fucking uh, be recognized and all this shit is like the last thing you want is your significant other to be a part of that kind of field of of work you died i would never never want the person i'm dating to be of course you don't want an attention seeker in any kind of facet you don't want it to be if you're a fucking uh, a janitor or something if if you work on typewriters for a living you fix vintage typewriters i don't think you want somebody that's just obs as obsessed with typewriters as you to be your spouse because then you guys are just gonna fucking clash heads and be weird about typewriters and ink and it's not gonna work out okay just same shit i think applies to like every other field dude if you're if you're a teacher and you want to date a principal there's going to be the power dynamic there's going to be that like oh dude but i'm the doctorate and you're okay if you if you work in stand-up you are you have like a or if you work in entertainment period especially stand-up though you have an attention-seeking fucking decrepit mind like something's wrong with you not wrong with you necessarily but you have this weirdness where you want to be seen by people and laughed at by people and appreciated for some whatever measure that you can come up with in your head and validate yourself, that's what you want, you know? At the end of the day, nothing is going to match that, dude. I've said before, like, and this is a, I don't know if this podcast has been that funny, but this is what the fuck I'm feeling like. I'm all, I got my energy, got a BL right next to me. I watched Shane's special last night again with my cousin, and I was like, all right, grab a BL, dude. Fuck it, I'm recording this morning. Got my day off. Uh, my cousin just went to the airport, so cheers, man. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying, dude. I love that about this podcast, dude. I'll just I'll just go on fucking the most absolutely nonsensical tangents, and it's it's fucking rules, dude. God damn, though, what was I saying? I don't know. Um. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, being famous or whatever, wanting to be. There we go. I I would never want to date a stand up or somebody that works in in comedy or fucking in, and wants to be if they're behind the scenes sure sure that could work you know i haven't even met that many people that are behind the scenes yet if you want to be like a photographer at shows or some shit sure you don't want all the attention being on stage telling jokes having people laugh very different you know if you want to be a host if you want to be a joke writer no nah, not gonna work i don't know i'm only saying that because like that dynamic of of uh bobby and uh, Kalila, his girl, I guess they're, I don't know if you could say different because they started that podcast together, Tiger Belly. And then now Kalila is gaining her own like fame and notoriety and following, you know, just because she has the other one trash Tuesday and because she's gained fans on, on, on Tiger Belly, which like I said, dude, if as me being who I am and a lot of us that work in entertainment or want to be entertainers or anything like that, you want that attention and you don't know if you could deal with other people having it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me being honest, bro. Like I'm being straight up honest. If I, if I didn't think that I needed to be laughed at by like a minimum of 20, 25 people in a small room, then I don't think I would be doing this shit, you know, but maybe I'm wrong. I started this shit before I started doing stand up, and it's been, it's been a sick two years. Like, um, we're only at 150 subs, which is fine. That's all good. Uh, the following elsewhere is growing. And, you know, TikTok, Spotify, iTunes, download, leave a review. Reviews help. I didn't know that. But if you review the podcast, it like 
it it pushes it up so other people can see their reviews and not even just in the algorithm but it's like look what somebody wrote about early morning podcast and then if you read it you're more likely to click it you know how that gay shit goes dude so leave a review if you want if not do leave a dislike let me know it sucks i appreciate it i want all honesty i'm just trying to talk about this fucking stupid shit that's going on in this podcast realm especially right at the two-year birthday of emp dude like i i mean i was doing this in my car a few hundred feet away from where i'm at right now um literally drunk high as hell most of the time both just bored as fuck because it was a pandemic going on and i was sad and i was in my car now dude this is like what i really love to do and i look forward to preparing stuff and trying trying to fucking be funny on here and try to you know, share this with people that might enjoy it, you know, whether they find it entertaining, whether they, whether they find it jarring, whether they find it like, I don't I don't think this is hateful in the slightest. I never try to be hateful on here, I try to make fun of a lot of shit. You know, that's like the goal always make fun of life because it's fucking insane. But um, I guess we'll just wrap up that fucking that pod drama shit is I, I, I said it, it's insane. It's crazy a bunch of times. That's not a good take. It's it's it, it's very depressing to be, like I said, I'm 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 com- not even comparing myself, but I'm I have a podcast. Both those people have podcasts. That's how they got Bobby. Not so much because he was an actor comic beforehand, but he's admitted plenty plenty times that his podcast has got him to the place where he's at today. Whether it's selling tickets, whether it's um, getting him roles, whether it's just staying loyal and and regular to the people that care about you, it's been through his podcast. Okay, so that, I know that. Shab would be nowhere without TFAK. I can honestly say that and with thousand percent and believe it with truth, okay? He was a, a fighter that wasn't very well known in UFC or well respected or loved. He was in the top ten at one point, I believe. But that that was that was his glory day. Like that was it. And his glory day was knocking out uh Crow Cop. But that, that's neither here nor there. My point is without TFAT K, like he would he would be no, he would not have no, nowhere near the same financial security he wouldn't have i could confidently say absolutely no no traction no respect no anything in stand-up particularly okay if it wasn't for tfat k because tfat k got some of the best guests in stand-up some of the funniest people ever it's just unfortunate man that like that happens to people that do this because like I said, I'm not can't compare myself to them in the slightest, and I'm not doing so. But if you worked at CVS and you heard that a manager at the CVS in the county over was on some whack bullshit, and you it had nothing to do with their person, like how they are as a human, it was like CVS, they're just bullshit in the CVS. You'd be like, damn, they're putting on a bad name, you know? Like that's not me. I wouldn't do that shit, but. Where are they around? Why are they spazzing like that? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's all I'm saying. Like, not a coworker, not an affiliate, not an associate, not a partner, none of that shit. But I just, I like stand up. I like comedy. I do, I, I like podcasting. I'm doing those things. I work at these clubs. I work at a club. I, see, I go to these clubs. I don't want to, I don't want to see fucking weird fucking internet bullying on 40 and 50 year olds. What the fuck? I'm 25. I don't have I don't have Twitter for a reason. How the hell are there guys twice my age doing this shit, man? In the same kind of and I don't know. 
fuck, that's stupid as hell. But speaking of, I work at clubs, bro. I worked Sam Marill's show, and I, I don't think I talked about this. I worked Sam Marill's show, and yeah, this might be a longer episode. Fuck it, dude. I got a BL, cold BL right here. Like, come on. I worked Sam Marill's show, um, I think a weekend and a half ago, a week and a half ago. Uh, God damn, man. Like, that's a real comic, bro. Like, you see it. You, it's It's so sick. To have an idea and perspective. I mean, people say this here. Let me break this down. People say you never want to meet your hero and you never want to have like a, a, a connection with your hero or something like that. And I saw that, of course, the infamous time with Theo and Bill Burr when Theo Vaughn had Bill Burr on his podcast. And it was very awkward. It was very like tense for no fucking reason. I think Bill just didn't like the how Theo talks. I think he didn't like the persona Theo was putting on during his podcast, which sure that you're not not may not be for everybody. And it was very awkward, very weird to watch for everyone. If you're a fan of Theo's, fan of Bill's, if you're a a friend of theirs, it was odd. You're like, what the fuck is this? Why are these guys recording this conversation? Turn off the cameras and be normal, okay? If you, I, I've never, I haven't met quote, and my heroes or anything. I don't really know if I have heroes, but I definitely have people I look up to or admire. And I didn't get to meet Sam. I just got to, um, to, uh, uh, what's it? Not admire. Kind of just appreciate him from a distance. You know, I let, he, he had, he worked a weekend and I was there the whole weekend. I had family come to see him because they're big fans of his. And I put him on this, Sam. And they're like, this guy is the fucking man. He's funny as hell. He's smart as hell. Like, and I was so happy I was able to be a part of that so they could enjoy one of my favorite stand-ups, you know? One of my favorite joke writers. I'd be like, look, this is what, this is why I do this. Because it could be, like, as good as this. And, like, having them appreciate that fucking ruled my mom fucking loves Sam now. She's like, this guy's funny as hell. He's educated as hell. He's very smart. He's not He's not a very raunchy comic. He's not really fucking like, oh, you you spread open a pussy lips. Yeah, it's not like that. He's not doing that shit. He's more talking about fucking, you know, he, he'll hit you with a crazy one-liner about gun control. And you're like, you're the man, Sam. And then he'll, his crowd work is fucking off the chain. It's fucking off the chain. He'll... He he goes he takes the crowd to places they will never expect and then hit them with the curveball and be like, this is why you're a master at this. This is why you're a professional. This is why you're a touring comic. This is why you've been doing this for many for like 15, 16 years, I think now. It's like that it shows as it should. Certainly as it should. I mean vice versa, on the other end of the guy that we were talking about earlier, uh Brent Chalotta that dropped two specials in like six years. It's like what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Certainly not the smartest things, but um, yeah, dude, it was such an honor to work for work that show, dude. And I did not get to meet him. Uh, I, I respected my space for sure. I did want a photo and I was told by the bossman, no, the bosses said no. So that's that. But yeah, dude, I, I, I'm sure I'll see him again. Hopefully I get get to work one of the stages that he or the, one of the shows that he's on as a comic, not as a door guy. That would be, I mean, that'd be fucking phenomenal. That'd be crazy. But Shane Gillis, the fucking big dog, young bull, will be uh, will be at my work next month. 
I'm fucking fired up for that, dude. He's right now. He's on this fucking this Europe, not Europe tour, but this like UK tour. He's out. I don't know. I think in Manchester tonight. Yeah, right. My mate's gonna get a Guinness and some, you know, some fucking wine. Wine. What are those wine gum? Are they gummies? I don't fucking know. Whatever. I'm bad at the accent. I don't know shit. But um, that's next month. I'm looking forward to that. Fucking hard as hell. And then, oh, dude. Well, we can end it on this. I, I, at where I work, the improv. We started an open mic finally, which fucking rules because it gives me a, a good, solid venue and place location to do a set that is not in fucking downtown Hollywood. It's not in, in uh, Pasadena. It's not in Agora Hills or whatever. I don't need to go to Egypt to do a set or to do sets or to do for a show. Yes, I will. Unless I don't, we'll see once I can get starting getting booked in Orange County, but it just rules that I can finally have a place to do um, stand up. And that's not too far from home. That's also a respectable place. It's not a fucking shitty alley bar where the host is blacked out and can't count to five. You know what I'm saying? So like that rules. Hopefully my, my standup will improve because I'll definitely have a weekly sp a spot. I know every week I'm going to go and try new jokes. I don't want to be doing pra practicing my set. I want to try new stuff there just because it is, I'm going to be forced to be there all the time. I already am. I got to work. So I might as well be there. Bomb. Bomb at my job. Let it and be like, hey, I'm still getting paid. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. If you've been listening for two years to this podcast, that is amazing. It truly is. I don't want to be gay or weird or anything like that. But I think there is like a handful of people, maybe 15 people or so, that have been listening since episode one or have heard every episode. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. That fucking rules. Because I did this, I started this as a hobby and it's grown into something that I really, really enjoy. Something that I want to do for a long time. For a long time, that's that's for sure true. Um, and it, I couldn't do it if people didn't listen. I could, but it would make no sense. It wouldn't be that that fun for me. And it wouldn't be... I mean, no, obviously, it's not fun for you guys. There's only like 50 listeners, maybe 100 on a good day. No, you know, I'm joking. But check the anchor. There's some numbers. But it is what it is, dude. Just thank you. I really appreciate it. Two years, hopefully in two more years, we'll be in a, you know, in a better situation, maybe... I don't know. I don't I don't care. I like what I do, dude. I have a fucking I have a thousand things behind me on the wall just because it's funny. And I get to do this um regularly and fucking sip a BL with you guys. So um thank you for listening for two years. Share the podcast with somebody. And if you haven't been listening for two years, have you been listening for two weeks? Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I hope I hope it's getting better and I hope that you you continue to enjoy it. Uh until the next episode, share it. Don't share it, like it, don't dislike it, or dislike it. Just be honest with me and be honest with yourself. But until next time, peace.